Mazel Tov, the courage and creativity of ADHD. We'll be your tour guides on what will sure will be an entertaining, if not highly relatable journey. Hello, ladies. Let's introduce ourselves to these lovely people and tell them a little about ourselves and our journey to creating this podcast. And we'll start with Ellen. Hey, Ellen. Hi, I'm Ellen. I uh, am going to be 40 this year. I'm a mom of two. I live in the Midwest. And uh, let's see, I'm, I'm a baker uh, by trade. And uh, let's see, what, what would you like to know about me? Um, I, what, what do you think is your most beautiful attribute? <laughs> oh, good one. Um, I would say that... Um, my most beautiful attribute is, uh, and, and maybe it's because I'm a Libra, but I really love to bring harmony to any situation. Like, I, I like to make sure everyone's happy in a room and everyone's getting along and having the best time. <laughs> so I just like to make sure everybody is getting along with each other. Ah, that is true beauty. We're going to move over to Annette. Hi, Nettie. Hey, guys. So hey, I'm Annette, <laughs> and... Uh, I'm also going to be 40 this year. I'm going to be 40 this month. And Woo! yes, and I'm the mother of four children. Two are not mine. They are my stepkids, but I love them. So I, they are my kids. And I have two eight-year-old twins. I live in Japan, which is interesting. Um, I'm a s- professional singer here in Japan. And I tour with one of the most famous uh, Japanese artists and uh, when I'm not doing that I run an English school I also run a translation service and I have a million people in my house so I'm a busy working mom now that's that sounds super busy and what's your most beautiful attribute I don't know <laughs> I know right <laughs> um, I had to be a turd and pick that sorry <laughs> I love it. Uh, my ass. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Someone I, had to say it. I don't know. I guess I guess I try to always see the best in people. Uh, I, I think that I really, really love kids. And I love teaching kids. And I like, uh, you know, just seeing how kids are innocent and how they're, they're, they're just like blank slates but they are born with their own innate personalities and that come that little those little colors come out in them in certain ways and it's just exciting to be able to work with them and watch them grow over the years because I'm like because uh, my English school they start at a young age and then they continue till like junior high school high school sometimes university for some of them and just watch being able to watch them grow instead of a uh, elementary school teacher who gets them for one year and then you're finished. Oh. I get to watch them for years and I get to see them develop and like be able to have conversations in English when, you know, they could only say like Apple. So it's, I, I think, oh. I think. So neat. Yeah, I think that's it. That's awesome. It. That's really neat. And now to introduce the mystery person behind the microphone who's been doing a lot of talking and not introducing herself. It's me, Jen. Um, (laughs) And I am, well, currently, you know, rounding up the last of my student, my grad student life. Um, I've got like one last class and then 
then I get to, I don't know, ditch all reason for however long I feel like. Um, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, truth. Um, I'm already turned 40. Um, so I, I crossed that benchmark, you know, both hands in the air like it was a roller coaster ride. And um, I'll be the resident obnoxious person here because, you know, we all have ADHD in this in this little chat box and my filtering is some of the worst that there is. So you True guys story. are going to be super entertained. <laughs> yeah, you guys will be super entertained <laughs> because I will say stupid things all the time and then try to be like, oh, but I didn't mean it. <laughs> so we're here for you know. it. Yep. Yeah, we're all here for it. It's our journey. Um, and I guess maybe we should go around and talk individually about how we first recognized we even have ADHD. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is Ellen. I I was not diagnosed until uh, about a year ago. Uh, honestly, I had a, um, a family doctor that I had known for um, a few years. And I was seeing her for my depression and, you know, I had just been on, on every different medication it seemed for the last like 15 years trying to figure out this depression. And she said, Ellen, I feel like I've known you long enough that uh, I really see signs of ADHD in you. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, but, you know, I, but I got pretty good grades and I didn't, you know, whatever. Like I just had never thought about that before. And then I really sat and uh, looked at the literature on it and the research, and it was like, holy shit, my whole life made sense. And all these things about me that I thought were just personality flaws or, you know, uh, they they were all just ADHD. And so <laughs> it was really eye-opening to kind of look through my past life and, and just see all these places in my life where it was like, oh, it all makes sense now. So it was really, it was great to get that diagnosis. And um, it, it's just been, you know, I'm not, I'm not using it as a, like an excuse for how I am. It's like a, it's like a tool, it's information to be able to, you know, conquer my brain and uh, <laughs> live my best life. So yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm still pretty fresh to this ADHD journey and learning it. And um, yeah, growing up, um, you know, I, like I said, I got I got decent grades in school, but uh, I was always procrastinating, of course, you know, didn't do my homework until the morning of or yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there that was always there. Um, you know, I've always had trouble paying attention in class. Uh, so and, and, you know, we're I'm sure we're going to talk about this, but the signs in women are really hard to spot. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not surprised that they didn't catch it when I was younger. I'm really not. You know, I masked it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the same as you, Ellen. And like, I didn't yeah. real, I didn't uh, find out that I had ADHD until fairly recently, like within this last year. And uh, uh, just a little background: I actually have my master's degree in psychology, in child psychology. And so I've studied ADHD, and I I know a lot about ADHD. But you know when you're studying these things, you're not really holding up a mirror to yourself and looking at these things. So it took a good friend of mine who's a psychologist and, uh, you know, I, I was just talking about some of my frustrations and she's like, dude, like, 
don't you think maybe you have ADHD? And I was like, no, man, because my dad (laughs) has it and we know that. And my sister has it. And we know that because mm. when my sister was younger, I mean, she also has uh, she also has uh, bipolar disorder and, you know, some other things going on. And uh, so hers was diagnosed fairly quickly, but I'm super high functioning. And so when I was in mm-hmm. school, uh, high school, if when they put me in a lower level class because I was just kind of, you know, not doing my homework and stuff because it was boring. And so they thought I was stupid. And then uh, one of my teachers (laughs) noticed that and was like, yo, you you actually know what's going on. Why are you in this class? And I was like, I don't know. That's where they put me. So uh, then they bumped me up into the higher level classes. And it was so interesting. And I was like, yes. And then suddenly my (laughs) grades shot up. And I did really well in university. I mean, I have straight A's. I, I never got a B in university. And that's just because I got to study what I wanted to study. And so I did really well with university and then uh, having my own business and having kids, you know, I, ha- I just had everything just or- organized. And when I didn't have it organized, my husband's mother also lives with us. And when I forget something, she doesn't. So she covers a lot. So it looks like I'm a functional human being. But some of it is survival <laughs> and some of it is family helping out. <laughs> That's great that you have a tribe. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have too many people in my house. Eight, eight people is too many people oh. in a house. That's a lot. And, yeah. And day-to-day results may vary. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jen? Oh my gosh, ADHD. Well, mine's pretty severe. I mean, at least I think it is because I cannot remember a time where I didn't feel like that internal motor, the go, 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 go. You have to go, you have to go. And it just like, it felt like an oppressive thing inside almost. But, um, you know, I was always told, oh, you just have a lot of energy. Um, because back when we were all young, um, they didn't really believe that girls could get ADHD still. So the boys would be taken to the doctor and their parents would say, oh, I think my boy has ADHD. And they'd be like, well, of course he does. Here's some Ritalin. And (laughs) then if a mom went in with her daughter and said, hey, I think my little girl has ADHD, they'd be like, that's impossible. She's a girl. She doesn't get ADHD. She just has behavior problems. Yeah, she has an attitude problem. (laughs) So... I had an attitude problem. I grew I grew up being told I was too sensitive, too emotional, too had a bad attitude. Um, I was sloppy, disorganized, stupid, um, whatever it was. Like I've just had a ton of names lobbed at me from teachers, from different students, from peers at work, at school, whatever. But uh, when my son was diagnosed, finally. Um, I basically brought, uh, I took one of his Adderalls, even though I wasn't supposed to, because I had for years tried to convince um, mental health clinicians that, yes, I do have ADHD. I know I have this. It is a huge problem in my life. Um, And 
you know, person after person was like, no, it's just your PTSD. No, it's just, you know, anxiety. No, it's just depression. And you need to just get better organizational skills in your life. So what happened when you took his medication? Like, what difference did, did you notice? Uh, calmed me right down. Like, I just, I could sit and have a conversation with my therapist that didn't go off track, that didn't go off the rails, that wasn't including oversharing or, you know, like really crazy, you know, <laughs> I don't know, just whatever, whatever it was I was doing, Pro probably a lot of movement too. Cause I, even now, even though I'm still, I'm medicated, I'm only half medicated because of the side effects. Um, I, I get really bad side effects from medication. So I can only do just enough to take the edge off. And so I move a lot and I, have to just deal with it. Um, so yeah, I know. <laughs> Once I did that stunt with the Adderall, they finally were like, oh, okay, yeah, you do have ADHD. It's very clear to us now. And I finally got my diagnosis and started playing around with medications, um, starting with Adderall and then working to finally Stratera, um, which I can only take half doses off because it gives me ulcers and um, weird... Yeah weird neurological things like I feel ice cold and weird and I that'd don't know, be nice in the just... summer yeah I know right <laughs> like maybe if it was summertime but you know I live in the Pacific just take that Northwest. one during the summer and Adderall during the winter <laughs> yeah, there you go. Go. Yeah, <laughs> seriously I change my medications depending on the season <laughs> that's me whatever works <laughs> I can't I can't go back to Adderall, though, because it just made me a, a robot. My son said the same thing. We It worked on us, but we lost our sense of humor. We lost our personalities, and we just became somebody different, so we we switched. Yeah, that's not good. That's, that's what yeah. terrifies me about, because I've never taken medication. I've never even tried it. I mean, I figure I've gotten, mm -hmm. all, I've gotten this far. I'm good. But uh, <laughs> some people would say I <laughs> need to take queen. some medication, but... <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it. What scares me about it is like the side effects, and I'm, I feel like in the ADHD headspace, I'm able to be super creative, in a really messed up way, but super creative in a moment. Like thoughts just come to me. Like I, I mean, my brain never shuts up. It's mm -hmm. like I'm constantly thinking about something. I never have a moment where I'm not thinking. Even when I'm asleep, like yesterday, I was dreaming about this this podcast. I was like, what are we going to say? What are we going to do? What's it going to be? Like, I'm supposed to be sleeping, but that's where my brain is. So it's like, it just never shuts up. So I'm used to that. But like, I'm terrified that if I tried to take a medication, that part mm -hmm. would disappear. But that's such a big part of who I am. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I have, I have, uh, the opposite ADHD that you guys do. I have like the inattentive type. So my brain uh, sleeps a lot. <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> and I feel like, like you guys are more on the anxiety end of things. Yep. I'm more on the depression. Bingo! Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually I'm, a combined type. Oh, I'm combined. Well, there you go. We got all three here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so my brain is not constantly thinking about danger or, uh, or, or what could go wrong or anything. You know, it's, it's not constantly thinking about the next thing that could happen. It's just not really thinking unless someone <laughs> makes me think. And so, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, you know, 
I, I do spend a lot of time kind of frozen by my executive dysfunction, you know, kind of like, yeah. I'm the type that's like, I'm on the couch and I know all these things I need to do, but I just can't move. I just, my body is like hostage to my brain who is like, no, no, just, let's just rest another 10 minutes, you know, hour. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what I struggle with is like the motivation to get things done. And so I don't have thoughts constantly plaguing me, but uh, it's just hard to, hard to get my day accomplished. And then, oh, we, we need to talk about Basel Tov. Oh yeah, Basel Tov. Oh my God. Basel Tov. For everybody wondering where the heck that word came from and what the heck that's about. Yeah. Yeah, like, so all three of us, we were all over at Ellen's condo, like, back in the day now. This is, like, more than a decade ago. She she had this condo. We went over there, um, and we started smoking hookah and getting really (laughs) drunk. And um, she had this basil plant outside on her porch that, you know, me being an idiot, I was like, ha what are you growing weed back here? (laughs) This is before it was legalized. Right. So so that was more of a, you know, kind of a hot button issue at the time, but not such a big Mm -hmm. deal now. And, um, you know, we were all just laughing about it. And she goes, no, it's a basil. And then we had some kind of weird drinking competition. Somebody won. And I shouted, basil tov. And then it just stuck. And every single time we've had, like, a greeting, a congratulations or anything, it's just basil tov. And we say it all the time. But when we were thinking about what to call this podcast, we thought, well, like, you know, what is more ADHD than a random inside joke that you expect everybody else to, you know, figure out on their own or Mm -hmm. somehow bond with, even though, you know, even though it's probably not appropriate. (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's like the pinnacle of ADHD. So we used it. I know. But really, though, like I, okay, so we were talking about medication earlier. Um, you know, I, I am currently not on any medication myself, even though I I've tried, I tried Adderall about 10 years ago, actually, because it's funny. It's like, I had another therapist back then suggest that I might have ADHD. Um, and I was really just, I was working a, a horrible job, like 60 hours a week and had a newborn baby and didn't know what I was doing. So it's like Adderall wasn't going to help me. But, um, so, but currently I'm not on anything. And, um, so weed is definitely helping me to, you know, for, for me, weed gets me to focus. It's weird. It's like for everyone I know, like you guys that has a really active brain, weed shuts up your brain. It shuts off that voice. So you can just Mm -hmm. chill and finally get a break from yourself and mm-hmm. if I want to focus on something, if I'm like, all right, I got to fold this laundry. It's like, you know, if I'm a little lit first, it's going to get done. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny because my sister is the exact same way. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I she, have a cousin who is like that, too. Yeah. She yep. feels like she can actually function. She also has a lot of chronic pain. So uh, yeah. there's that, too. That'll help, too. Yeah. So exactly. it makes sense but, for her. But she's like. If I if if I have that THC, if I have that in my body, I feel like I can focus and get something done. Whereas like I don't I, I don't have weed here in Japan. So 
uh, you know, I feel like I'm not, okay, I'm not an alcoholic yet. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some, line. there are some that would say I am. I'm a, I'm a highly functioning ADHD and a highly functioning alcoholic then. But uh, yeah. I do drink <laughs> basically every day. I don't drink to the point of stupid. I don't have hangovers no. the next day. But that's the only thing I've got that lets me chill for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I can go to mm-hmm. sleep. Yeah. It's true. That's what happens in places where you can't get weed. People just drink. Yeah. Yeah. The substance abuse mm-hmm. rates of people in a- who are in ADHD, I don't have any specific numbers sitting here, but they are high. And um, oh, yeah. they, they def- there's a correlation for sure. And, um, you know, I, I feel lucky that I've never felt, you know, like I had to have a substance to do something other than maybe a prescribed medication like Stratera or Adderall. Um, you know, that's... I guess in our culture considered reasonable, but, um, <laughs> cause I'm sure that it's considered unreasonable in others, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like in, in Japan where they don't even think it exists, like it's just not a thing according to what Annette was telling us that earlier. That is true. And I feel like I the mean, Japanese society is starting to come around to the idea, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's been, a long road to get here and still it's kind of uh looked down upon if you talk about your problems so uh in japan it's a very yeah i think we should do a podcast about the differences between you know mental health and japan and the mental health in america i do know a lot about it you know living here also having studied psychology so you know i have how long have you lived there how Um, long have you been in japan now i've been here 13 or 14 years now so I don't oh my god yeah this is my home I don't you know it's gonna be weird I'm going back to America next month and you know for two weeks with my girls and uh I I don't know how I'm gonna feel about it because it's been five years since I've been home because of corona and yeah so you know that's a long time to you know not be stateside and so a lot of the a lot of the cultural things, you know, for me have shifted and my, a lot of my perspectives have shifted from living overseas. So, you know, it's going to be yeah. an interesting, interesting two weeks. Yeah, oh, I bet. For sure. I bet yeah. that I it would have to be. And I mean, so what people are listening to right now with all these kind of subtopics we're going off on, like the difference between, you know, one culture's mental health and another culture's mental health um ADHD and how it affects women from birth up until our age because that's what we know you know our midlife Mm -hmm. um how it affects studies how it affects jobs how it affects addictions how it affects you know your basic ability to sleep eat and you know shower and do it again the next day um these are all of the topics that we're going to be covering on the podcast yeah so if people are kind of wondering, hey, this, you know, th- these ladies are nice and all, but what the heck am I going to get out of this? Um, <laughs> we're going to tell, you know, stories about our lives and what we've gone through as part of what they're calling the forgotten generation of women who were not diagnosed as children, but diagnosed as adults and starting to realize how that's affected us 
so that maybe, you know, if you're part of the generation and you didn't recognize your ADHD until you, you know, picked up a podcast, then, (laughs) um, you know, maybe um, this could help some people or maybe it could help the younger generation who is frustrated with why should I take my medication? Why is everybody telling me that I have to take my medication? And they can kind of hear from us why it might be a good idea <laughs> to take your medication. Um, especially not. if you're, or, yeah, not. or not. I mean, it is your choice. Like I, I'm half medicated because of, you know, side effects. And some people are going to be the same way. They're going to be sensitive to medications. Um, yeah. And there's some because, high, high functioning yeah. people who are not going to need it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's everybody's crazy in a different how, spot. Yes. Everyone is so different and individual and what works for one person just does not work at all for the next person that's why this is just it's so important to talk about this stuff i mean there are so many women in this boat yeah (laughs) we're all we're all in this boat looking at each other like what the fuck (laughs) right and i feel like we're not gonna have all the answers but we will have (laughs) lots of information we will have comments (laughs) yeah and yes, yeah, lots of comment experiences. I mean, we, we, maybe know some if, answers. <laughs> yeah, maybe a few. Yeah, but it is just so good to know that we are not alone. You know, we're yeah. not, we, uh, there is no such thing as normal, but like, mm-hmm. we're, we're, yeah. you know, we're doing good. We are fine and we're helping <laughs> each other and we want to help other we people. We promise. We're floating. <laughs> but we just want to we want to help everyone else and so yeah that's what basel tov is kind of all about is like sharing some of our experiences sharing our knowledge sharing things that have worked for us and things that absolutely haven't like digital calendars god damn it and um (laughs) you know we're gonna bring it home in an earthy swearing fill fueled <laughs> um, tongue tied real, real and authentic with you guys no bullshit authentic you know kind of way a little bullshit that's yeah. what we're here for a little bit of bullshit <laughs> I, right I mean time. I'm like I'm like 50% bullshit so that's what like a sixth <laughs> of the podcast like But, you know, that's basically what we had for today was our intro, where we came from, where the name came from, what we're going to be discussing and, you know, who might who might benefit from listening or, you know, maybe somebody who just wants to have a good random ass time for 45 minutes might (laughs) have a good time here because of all the squirreling and rabbit holing. But that's what we had for this episode. So I want to thank you guys for joining us and... I hope that you'll join us again for our next episode. So we're going to keep laughing, keep laughing. We're going to keep trying, keep reaching out. And as always, Buzzle Time! Buzzle Time!